thought you were gonna give me a milf for my birthday. Huh? I thought you were gonna give me a milf for my birthday. Oh, what I meant was, what book do you want? I sorry, I I spaced out thinking about milfs. So you were trying to type milf and I, mean, I was book. I was thinking about milfs, but oh. I wrote book whenever I said, "What size milf do you wear?" Do you I meant, like, what type of book do you want? <laughs> it's a common. It's a common thing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people are doing it these days. Do you like my response? Yeah, I did. <laughs> got again it just takes time for the world to prove me right and people that think like me right uh-huh. when we say that men and women are different we're not equal we're not the same we're not we're not bro i thought we were all equal and the same no we're not like, we have differences like our bodies are different There's no way we're equal. And the <clears throat> best part about it is that all these trans women are better than women. So you're telling me. So we're better than women at being men. I mean, we're better than women at being women. So you're telling me that men are better at being women than women are at being women. Yeah. We're just the best. I mean, you go from being a a four a ranked four hundred in the men's category to, to ranking number, number one in the women's category. Yeah, yikes! Nationals, bro. Nationals. That's that's insane. That's an insane yeah. difference. Yeah, four hundred to one. Yeah. What the fuck? And you know the best part is like not all these people that we're talking about. Like, oh no, women are the same as men and this and that. Now they're like, like. Oh my God! It's so it's so it's so. Uh, it's not a. Uh, what was the word I'm looking for? It's not fair. Yeah, it's not fair for women. Men are different. Men are stronger. Men are faster. No, no, nah, we're not. Like we're like use the same energy. We're the same. Now, I've heard a lot about the swimmer, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard a lot about. The woman of the year. Ooh. Rachel Levine. Yeah. Yeah. He has a dick, huh? USA Today decided that that a man is the woman of the year. <laughs> Boom. I told yeah. you, bro. We're yeah. better. We're just the best. I mean, it's, it's just, I, I don't get it. We're just the best, man. And people are like, why are you so against trans? And I'm like, I'm not. I'm for women, bro. I'm against my own fucking people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow, like, we're just showing that we're the best, bro. <laughs> How can you be against you know your own mean? people when we're the best? So. Because think about it. So back then, whenever like uh, people started to like, um, uh, when men started to. 
dress like women and use makeup and all this stuff. That's where all these trends with makeup came from. So Rachel Levine, okay. Levine serves as the Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services in the Biden administration. A fucking transgender. <laughs> All that tea right there. I mean, we're talking about a fucking, like, 60-year-old transgender serving as the Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services. One more time. One more time. Go for it. Yep, that's all the tea. His qualification for that role was, we are led to believe, a stellar performance in the role of Pennsylvania Health Secretary during the COVID pandemic. <laughs> Basically, they, this man-woman mandated that nursing homes accept COVID-infected patients and then removed his own mother from one. There you got it, folks. <laughs> Women of the year. Woman of the year right there. And a it's fucking, a man. A bunch of fucking morons. Hey, this is what you wanted. This is what you fucking wanted. And this is what you get. So don't don't face me with that. Uh, oh, my God. Like, oh, oh, yeah, we're different. Like, it's unfair. It's unfair. Men and, men and women are different. It's like, no, we're not. Keep the same energy. Yeah. It's just like... I just show you how stupid people are. It's so dumb. Stupid. And like I'm obviously I'm not against transgender people. I don't of fucking, course I not. don't care. Like you I believe you. in freedom, bro. You do your life. Do whatever the mm -hmm. fuck you want. Yeah. But don't go around pretending. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause then you're taking I mean, think about it. This person that won this nationals in swimming. Did you see number two and three? Mm -hmm. They were fucking pissed, bro. But let me. Th Did okay. you see them okay, taking yeah. the picture like ten feet away from this person? I get it, Sean. I get it. I get. It. I understand what you're saying. That's so fucked up. But this is what you get. This is what a woman. But this is what you get. And I guarantee you, those women didn't want that to happen. But this is what you get when you fucking support stupid movements. I agree. Okay, I get it. It's unfair. I agree. I understand that it's unfair because I understand. Let me. Sean, I understand it's unfair because I understand how women and men are different. We're right. not the same. I understand that shit. Mm -hmm. People that use their brain understand that stuff. But now we have a lot of stupid people promoting these movements. Yeah. And this is what you get. Don't get pissed off. Don't be racist. Don't be homophobic. Yeah. Don't be transphobic. Accept this man as a woman. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, is that these people who are accepting them are also the ones who are saying that men are trash. Exactly. Yet they're allowing these men, uh -huh. biological men, mm -hmm. to come in and steal their positions. Yeah. We're just better. And their successes. We're just better, bro. It's We're just, just better. It's just so fucking crazy to me. We're just better. It's just insane. It's stupid. It's fucking stupid. But this is what you get when you start following these trends. When you start saying that, oh, we're equal. We want equality. We want this. We want that. It's like there's no, there's never going to be the type of equality they want. It's never going to happen. It's just never going to happen. 
because they don't they're not gonna do the same things that we do right so it's never gonna happen I'm sorry to say that, but it's never gonna happen and all these feminists working against the patriarchy well again the patriarchy show you that we're just the best and there is a reason why the patriarchy works we destroy you even at your own events. Me and my brother-in-law <clears throat> talked about it a little bit yesterday because he likes to talk about political stuff. <laughs> and so that was one of the things that he was talking about. And I was like, well, you know, like the patriarchy was, was designed so women have it easy. Exactly. And like women are choosing to have a harder life. Yeah, like, they are. They are. Okay. I mean, whatever you want to do, I guess, but... Think about this, Sean. And I understand there's fucked up men. That's the reason we're doing this podcast. Yeah. To change those men. To help men. Like, the, the next generation, we're doing this for the next generation. So they, so they have role models. They have information. They have things that they can relate and be like, okay, so I don't have to be this fucked up. I can be a good man. Because all we hear is we're trash, we're pigs, we're pervs, we just want to fuck. Dude, I was listening to this guy yesterday, and like, we're portrayed as pervs, pigs, trash. We're just the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. And as a man, like a grown man, it can something get into you. And it has happened to me before where I'm walking and I see girls, and I try to like not look at them because I don't want to be look as... Oh, this fucking pervious look at me. Right. I don't want to open their doors anymore. Like, I, not all of them. I still a gentleman and open doors. But now there is this kind of like, I have to protect myself. It's like an awkward barrier. Exactly. Now I have to protect myself because I don't want to be a victim of some fucked up girl thinking that I'm just trying to, yeah, you know, mansplain and shit. But it's like, you wanted this. This is what you wanted. Mm-hmm. How can you... And I posted this picture too. It's like, how can you blame the customer for your shitty product? Because women want to change, right? Women want to be more independent. They want to be boss babes and this and that and blah, blah, blah. We don't like that. Traditional men, traditional masculine men. We don't like that. We're not into it. We don't like masculine women. We like feminine women that can be feminine around us. And whenever they have to handle their business, they can be masculine. It don't matter. Right. But as soon as you get into my, in my wing, you're feminine. You're submissive. But guess what? I'm going to protect you. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to nurture you. I'm going to be your man. So if you want your girl to be submissive, show that you're a man. That's how it is. Okay. But they're pushing us to the point that we are just the worst. We're just the worst. Right. And I get it. You got hurt. Maybe you didn't have a dad. And that destroyed you. But you cannot tell all men that they're trash just because your dad wasn't there for you. Yeah. And the biggest thing out of that is you can't raise a man thinking that all men are trash. Exactly. So all these things... Because your man isn't going to be a fucking man mm-hmm. if you're telling him to be fucking feminine all the time and telling him that men are trash and you don't need to be like that. So I know I know this person, right? And this is like the best. Dude, like, 
this is where you see how fucked up <clears throat> their mentality is. So I know this girl. And uh, like a couple months or a month ago, she posted something where it says, it said like, I'm already done with my toxic relationship state, stage. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for a good man and blah, blah, blah. If you're not trying to laugh, go on trips, uh, this and that, like, I don't want it. And it's like, they don't want you either. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, yesterday, she just, like, you think it was yesterday? Yesterday or the day before, no? She posted a video grabbing a beer. So, there's a beer on the table, right? She goes down, gets that beer with her mouth, goes all the way up, and she just starts fucking chugging the beer. No hands. Was it on St. Patrick's Day? I guess. But she's a mom. And she's trying to find a good man doing that shit? No. She ain't gonna find it. She ain't fooling herself. She's fooling herself. She thinks she's independent, strong, and this and that. She's fooling herself. That's not attractive. But you know what I mean. That's when you say, this is easy. Right. So they're playing themselves. With all these fucking mentalities and all these fucking boss babes and independence and sexual independence and this and that. It's like, you're playing yourself. You're only playing yourself. And that's the reason we have a... It's just... And that's the reason we have a, a problem. Where now, men are taking over in women's sports. But these right. women were like, Oh, trans women are women. We have to accept everybody. And not only that, dude, the biggest problem right now is pornography. Never seen it. And guess who's making the most money out of it nowadays? Who? Women. Is that a statistical fact? I don't have the statistics. But who's a bigger influencer on OnlyFans? No, I agree. I mean, there's obviously dudes and shit, but... But they're like, oh, like, come on. Dick is free. What? Dick is free. You have to pay for pussy. And think about this, dude. I never... If you have to take a girl on a date, a dinner, bowling, or drinks, or whatever... And you have connection with this girl, like, you know, you have a, a good connection, and then you go on a second date, and this and that, and then it leads to sex. You have to pay for that pussy. Yeah, like, you're you're paying for their time, like, you, they, it's a weird thing. Yeah. That was another thing we talked about yesterday. Yeah. He was like, I'm, I'm paying for you to be here. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, he was talking about how... He's been on a few dates where the girl sits on their phone the whole time. He's like, I'm not paying you to be on your phone. I'm paying to connect with you right now. Like, I'm paying to have an interaction. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, basically. It's what it is. You know. But we don't want to talk about it, right? No. We don't want to talk about, like, who's going to pay on the first day? Who's supposed to pay? <laughs> the man! Why? 
And like Matthew, it's a Matthew Hussey. It's like a big uh, um, relationship and um, coach and things like that. And he coaches a lot of women, dude. He doesn't do it for the men. He does it for the women. And he said the, this question. He was like, hey, who's supposed to pay the first date? And all the girls are like, man. And he just laughed. He's just like, Pfft. wow. And then this girl is like, yeah, that's what I told him. He's like, you're the man. Oh, you're the Those are like, those are the best things. Like, you're the man. You're supposed to be a gentleman. You're supposed to like, you know. And we're like, it's fucking oppression, dude. <laughs> And that's when he said, he's like, okay, so when you said that, so basically we have to pay for your time. So your time is more important than me. So what parenting puts that into? You're more important than me? You were supposed to be in an equal relationship. Right. Then this is not equal. Why do I have to pay for your time? Why are you more important than me? That's why I like, you know, coffee. <clears throat> I, I know how to cook. Yeah. I think knowing how to cook is way better than buying food. Hell yeah. And it just like ups your value as a man. If you know how to do those things. Speaking of cooking, um, I guess we got a HelloFresh box the other day. That was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. It's not me knowing how to cook. It's, you know, me following directions. But it's stuff that I've never cooked before. So that's kind of cool. Stuff that I, you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sip it. Go ahead. (laughs) Fuck you. Okay. (laughs) Because the other night, I made chicken parm from scratch. Mm -hmm. Which isn't, like, hard or anything, but I'm pretty good at it. I'm pretty good at breading <laughs> chicken. <laughs> I'm pretty good at breading chicken and making noodles. Bro. Yeah, I know, I know. Damn. I know, I know. Can I marry you? Calm down. Get you, get you wet. <laughs> <laughs> but we got this HelloFresh box thing. I guess we got got a whole week's worth for like 40 bucks or something like that. Damn. Which is like, you know, the price of groceries anyway. So she was like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Not in this inflation. I mean, we brought, we probably won't do it again, you know, because we won't get that discount, and it'll probably be like a hundred bucks. Yeah. But you know, it's nice to try it out and yeah. not have to think about what we're gonna eat for the week. That's good. And I already have like all the because they put it in individual bags. Okay. So you just got you know like one bag here, one bag here, one bag here, and so it's like cooking for dummies. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. I mean, it's a good idea if you don't no, have like, to cook. Yeah. yeah. So if you're gonna get a date mm-hmm. and you need to make a dinner for two. You can order one meal if you want. Or you can order two or three meals if you want. Listen, I don't have that problem because uh, I have the seasoning and I know how to cook, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. I just got that plate. But, there's a, but there are some men that don't know how to do that. Yeah, and for you, man, please learn how to cook. So, you know, check out YouTube. Check out HelloFresh. I mean... Yeah, yeah. I don't, ha- I don't have a code or anything like that, but I'm just giving... <laughs> code Sean C. Tain. Yeah, I'm just giving my own experience here. No, this is, I think I think it's important for men to like learn how we to had, cook and take uh, care of themselves, man. See, the other night we had like some type of Chinese spicy chicken dish, okay. with rice. That one was good. That one was easy. You just cook the chicken and put the the sauces, the and sauces stuff. and shit on it. That one was nothing. I didn't make that one. And then the bolognese that I made last night was really good. It was with chicken sausage. And I mean, it wasn't hard. You just 
you know, boil the shit. You cook some onions for a while. You put some zucchini in there. Then you put the chicken sausage, and then you put all your spices and uh, tomato paste and stuff in there. And you just cook it till it's thick. 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 And then you just mix it all together. So, like, it's not hard by any means, but it's nice because you you learn, like, some simple stuff, you know. That's always good, man. That's always good. I will say it was nice to have the directions there because I'm not super great at multitasking. It stresses me out in the kitchen, multitasking on stuff. I don't know why. I just, like, I can't get my thoughts in line whenever I'm trying to do six different things at one time. But having it, like, broken down into steps, like, all right, put the zucchini in there and then turn the water on and then do the onions and then do the chicken. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I wasn't stressed out about it. Because I was like, you know, it'll be done when it's done. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know. That's good, man. That was fun. So, yeah. Porn. Porn. Straight into it. And uh, 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 masturbation. If you hear that coming from my room, I either died or jerked off. Okay. I'm silent. That's not not silent. It's not silent. I mean, just just think about it. You're you're living with a roommate. It's four o'clock in the morning, and all you hear is. It was a bad nightmare. And then you're like, wait, who's my roommate? Grandpa? Is that you? (laughs) You know? And you're like, nope, it's just Sean. He's either masturbating or he died. Should I call 911, Sean? Nah, bro, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I just took the kids out for a ride. All right, so what what about porn? Like, what what's what's the deal here? So, what do you think is the deal about here? I mean, it seems fun. You know, you you get on the internet when mm-hmm. nobody's around, and you know, you search up your wildest fantasies, and you watch people act it out, and then you you jerk off to it, or you know, mm-hmm. DJ yourself <laughs> to it, and you know, you you release your endorphins, and you feel good, right? So what's the problem? So you don't think that has any like, uh, what is it called? Like repercussions? Uh huh. Man, I mean, I know it does. You know, How do but you know? Yeah, let's I, start with you know, when do you find porn? What do you mean? When was the first time that you were like, oh, what is this? Uh, probably when I was like eight. <laughs> Bro, same. I mean, it was it was early. Yeah. That's a and I, th- I think I've told the story before. Yeah, you have. We have told this story before. But when we found this shit. Yeah. And it's it's weird the whole dynamic thing. But for some but I never really for as young as I found it, I never really um some people say that they they like think that like they look at porn and they're like this is how sex should be. I never had that problem where I was like, oh, I need to do this and this and that. Like, I, I never really had I mean, that let's, problem. So let's think, let's think about that. But that's did, not the only the only thing. I'm just saying, like, that's one of the things that I never that, But, like, like never do you never think me. that you have to, like, put, like, never in no way you ever thought about, like, I have to do, put, like, 
try this position or do this because I saw this and it seems pleasurable. And like, you never taught up like taught that. No, way. and the only reason that is because I knew they were faking. Okay. Because uh, like can't remember when it was but like my mom actually had a discussion with me one of the only conversations that my mom ever had on any sort of topic like that because like our, we were like one of the last um grades that actually got talked to about it at school which that was years after i even knew what it was you know and um like i knew it was fake Because my mom told me it was fake, right? <laughs> she was yeah. like, they're all faking and this is, you know, this is what it's for and all that. So, like, luckily I had an explanation of it. But that was, like, a couple years after I knew what it was. But I but what I had seen before that was primarily magazine, you know. So, I didn't really see all, like, the same thing, you know. Because mm -hmm. the, ma the magazines are different. You know? Yeah. Because they don't have all the words and... All the acting and everything like that, where you can fuck me, daddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's how work is gonna be. So he's, if I, I work in a coffee shop, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like the whole story, like the whole uh, fucking stories that they portray, that is fucking fake. It doesn't happen like that. I mean, you have to right. be pretty damn lucky for something like that to happen to like, you. Like for me, I would say. <clears throat> I used it in lieu of sex for a while because I didn't have a healthy relationship with my ex-wife. So I would jerk off a lot. Or whenever I was on steroids, I would jerk off and have sex a lot. <laughs> But that's for a different reason entirely. I was just because I was more horny than anybody could keep up with. But like, that's the thing, man. So, and, and I understand where you're coming from. And I'm not judging you for that because... But everybody has their own because like, problem with it. If you have a high libido mm -hmm. and you're like on your prime and stuff and then you're pumping iron and trying to eat healthy and stuff, mm -hmm. you actually become like a sex machine because so, like, yeah. your testosterone is through the roof. But I've seen like boxers and fighters and then athletes that even though they're doing these things, they still... Uh, Abstain from abstain it. from it. Mm -hmm. So it's not a it's not an excuse for us to say like oh I was doing this shit and that's right. the reason why. Uh, at some point it becomes like an addiction, something that you have to do, and you make it clear to yourself that it's something good. Yeah. Instead of retaining your seed, it's like no, nah, I'm just gonna blow it because oh man, I have so much pressure and all this testosterone inside me and shit. So we make it easy for ourselves to excuse ourselves for what we're doing, even though we know it's wrong, mm -hmm. and the damages or repercussions that come from it. It's just like a whole different, uh, like a big problem. Because the thing is, like, when I found porn, yeah, I was like eight or nine years old. And it was my dad's magazine. And, like, those are, like, from the 70s, 80s. Yeah. So, there's, like, full bush. You don't even see the lips. It's, like, full bush and shit. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> nice. You know? And I don't think I so. Well, there will be one or two that didn't have any bush. So you will see like the whole vagina. But the thing is like, I remember going from that and then going from like car magazines that had models on bikinis or thongs. And that was like the hottest thing. And this is kind of like the evolution of how it affects your brain. Because 
you go from uh, bikinis and thongs and stuff like that to see them just full naked. And then from being <clears throat> naked, then you have to see them touching their, themselves and masturbating. And then after that, it goes to boy and girl. And then after that is boy, boy, girl. And then after that is like girl, girl. And then after that is like gambangs. And then after that is like bukkakis and like... <laughs> Like you get into all the fantasy shit. Exactly. There's like but it's not like it's a fantasy. Groups of people. Mm-hmm. And but it's not like a fantasy. It's basically how the sickness. Well, yeah. To well, it's it's like there's a. I have a. a uh, I don't know what you'd call it. A. Um, whatever. I'll just read it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> Pornography impacts the brain much like an addictive drug by triggering ever-increasing amounts of dopamine. Over time, the brain builds up a tolerance to the excess dopamine and requires either more access or more extreme content, mm-hmm. or sometimes both, to achieve that same level of perceived pleasure. Yeah. Which is exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Where like, like, and I remember South Park had an episode about this. Right? Oh, yeah. one of, I think it might be my favorite fucking episode of South Park. It was so good where the internet goes out. And he's like, do you have any magazines? And he's like, magazines? That doesn't work anymore. He's like, I can't go back to that after what I've seen. And yeah. he's looking up like Brazilian fart fetish porn and like Japanese donkey pissing on an ostrich. Like all kinds of weird shit, you know, trying to make a point. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the more we have, the more fucked up it, it becomes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And... Luckily, I don't like any weird stuff like that. No. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty plain and simple. You know, I mean, I've seen my share of Bukaki videos. Don't get me wrong. Well, I think I think like there's but, a, there's a thing where this curiosity is not basically you wanting that shit. It's just like yeah. a curiosity. No, you yeah, see a I video agree. And then you click on it. It's like, oh shit. Yeah. And then maybe maybe that video is like now attractive to you because you see that shit. Right. But like the thing that the brain doesn't understand is like pixels and reality. Mm-hmm. Like, the brain doesn't have any idea about that shit. Right. So, when you're seeing all these girls getting fucking, like, uh, in all these weird positions and by fucking two-meter dicks and shit like that, and <laughs> they just seem like they have pleasure and shit, and it's just like, they're not. Yeah, and then, like, you talk to normal girls, and they're like, dick is not better. No. <laughs> no. Because that's the thing, man. Like, so, I didn't act what I saw. Mm-hmm. But I can say that I learned tricks and shit from what I saw. Right. But I never, I never kind of like didn't ask for the things or didn't like right. ask my partner, hey, you know, how do you like it? What do you like to do? Like, things I mean, like I've that. like tried things that I've seen, but I've never intentionally been like, I got to try that. I got to try that. I got to try that. Because I've always kind of like let sex happen exactly. organically mm-hmm. and like. You know, with some people, the, the woman kind of leads what she wants to do, and sometimes they don't want to, so you do. You know, like, you just kind of find that dynamic. But, like, I, like, you, you learn that whenever you, like, have, like, sex with a partner, sex is completely different than porn. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, I mean, sometimes it might be more, um, more, like, intense than mm-hmm. other times, you know? But it's, like... Sex can be pretty plain, but that doesn't mean it's bad. No. And that's a... a, And it's not all the time, you know, like... 
it changes depending on your moods, what's sparking things, you know, and that's like the biggest role thing, play, all that. Because we talk about uh, we talk about that on the last episode when it comes to hookups. <laughs> yeah, and what a hookup, having just sex, is really different from making love right to your partner. Exactly, and like the thing is like because I had girls that rock my world. And then I had girls that told me they were going to rock my world. And it was shitty as fuck. And the thing is, like, you have this idea. And even I was, like, uh, I was, uh, I did it, too. Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to rock your wall. And then, oh, shit, I guess I did it. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking shit. So, the thing is, like, there is no... it, like, if there is no intimacy, if there is no that right. vulnerability with that person and that, like, I love you, you love me, I want to be with you, you want to be with me, you accept me for who I am and I accept you for who you are. And, like, if there, is, if there isn't that in your relationship, like, of course you're not going to. You're, you're going to go to porn mm-hmm. so you can satisfy your person. Yeah. And that's, like, the biggest problem with men. And now it's becoming a problem with women because now we have an abundance of women doing all these shit. Right. And I saw, I, it was kind of like a video, bro. It was like, women say that men will fuck anything. But women also, and then they show, like, the weirdest shit that they put in their vaginas. Yeah. And it's like, so, <laughs> what is this standard coming from? From, like, household objects to fucking vegetables and fruits. Like, all kinds of shit, dude, that they can stuck into their vaginas. <clears throat> yeah. And all, and all that, it, it just, like, fucks up your brain. It just, like, really destroys, like, what sex is supposed to be. You know? Because once I understood that that wasn't what sex was supposed to be, then I have more pleasurable relationships. Right. You know? For sure. No, like I said, you can learn some stuff. But you're not gonna learn from like the hardcore boom, like shit, or like uh, all the yeah, because they're they're actions, yeah. They're so they're trying like, to make it look mm-hmm. hardcore. And now you see like, cause you see like the hardcore shit, and then you see like the more romantic stuff, and then you see like the kind of like fucked up shit. Like there's levels into it. Mm-hmm. So my advice is like, just don't, you know, just don't get into it because it's just like. It's going to grow and grow and grow. And if, if you don't have self-awareness and right. mindfulness of what you're doing, you can get pretty twisted. Mm-hmm. And you won't like, it, it, won't, it, it won't hit you until like, basically you're doing something really fucked up. Or like watching something that's like really it's fucked super up. Super fucked up. Yeah. I mean, like, I think anybody I've ever met could tell you that like, They've jerked off to a video, and then after they yeah, finish, they're, they're like, they're like the fuck? They, like, see it, and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, they, they, like, click yeah. at it, like... Yeah. Yeah, dude, because, like, when you're... And, and men now understand this, and I guess... I mean, I think it's the same for women. I cannot say, but... Pretty sure it's the same. Like, whenever you're, like, super horny and shit, and you just want to get a nut at, and then you see something, that's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what the fuck was I watching? <laughs> What is this granny doing in here? <laughs> Fuck. Put your teeth back in, bitch. Yeah. Like, damn, I'm ashamed of myself. I don't know. Yeah. One, one of these... Um, 
like statistics that I wrote. I mean, I guess it's not really a statistic, but like facts that I wrote down was <clears throat> it it creates like a trance mm-hmm. where you can be sexual while you're staying distracted from shame and fear. Like, like, so you're watching shameful things that, you know, you wouldn't want anybody else to know you've seen and like watch and stuff like that. And like, sometimes you might fear that somebody might know, or, you know, you might let it slip that you watch certain stuff or whatever, but you're still getting off to it. And so like, it creates this, like this, it like compounds the shame inside of you (laughs) and then that eventually gets you off because you're like nobody knows i'm watching this yeah and then like next thing you know like you're you're like living a fucking secret and like that's getting you off now and you're Mm -hmm. like you're still compounding that that dopamine response and like the biggest thing that is like the titles the titles of like porn and shit because like that's what i'm saying like if you don't understand what reality is like the pixel world and reality you can twist you pretty like fucked up because now with all the titles that we have going on, like I mean, think stepsister, of all, think yeah, think of all uh, the subjects, the subjects of all of what's hot on like porn yeah. sites. Like you go to Pornhub and you look at like what's hot mm-hmm. right now, right? And it's always something like stepsister and stepmom and stepdad. Stock. And yeah, I dude, I saw one that was like stepsister caught in my tent or something yeah. like that, and she was quote-unquote stuck in the entrance of the tent even though this entrance is like four yeah. feet wide yeah and this is like skinny bitch i'm like this is so stupid or it's like stepmom caught in the dryer or something like that you know or like caught in the window and the best way for me to get it out is to fuck her yeah and it's like what the fuck like <laughs> yeah stepdad it, it stepsister so, stepmom it's just so weird like, and then it goes from like stepmom to like mom me and my mom sharing right. the same room and it's like who they right. like who like they're they're like pushing this perversion on people exactly you know like and what I'm saying it's is all when, over when front you pages. Ha- when you don't have that awareness what's fake and what's like this right like it kind of like fucks up your reality dude like yeah. we have a lot of like incest rape and all that shit yep and it's all because of this. And it's like, oh, it's just because men are pigs. Okay, what are they fucking? Are they fucking pigs or are they fucking women? Right. <laughs> and why are women participating in this if it's so bad? Why are they making so much money if it's so bad? Um. Man. <laughs> it's like. It's, Por- porn is getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. And he's just going to get worse, man. Because, I mean, you got to think about it. Like, everybody has pretty much seen everything now, right? So now they have to keep coming up with, with Different tricky shit. ways to keep you reeled in mm-hmm. so they can continue to get, to get those advertising dollars that they make on their websites. Because they, I mean, you got to think about it. Porn websites, there's like 85 million of them or something like that on the internet. And they account for like 30 or 40% of all web traffic. I mean, you're talking about 30,000 people every second of the day. Every second, 30,000 people. That's fucking insane. I'm pretty sure there's more. Probably. That's just the, Mm -hmm. the statistics that I saw. But 
So like some of the bad things creates unrealistic expectations of what people should look like and what sex should be like. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you're like walking around doing whatever you have to do around town, you know, and you're like, oh shit, like this person is so hot, you know, and then, you know, now you're thinking that people 15, 20 pounds overweight aren't, aren't good looking or like have nothing to offer Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like, and that's a, it's a completely different thing than fat shaming and stuff like that. It's like a actual attraction thing. Yeah. I mean, those are your preferences, right? You know, that's what you, but it can definitely shape your preferences. That's for sure. Oh, of course. Because you know, you, you find the more, the, like you gravitate towards certain people. And, um, so did you ever, and this is like how, how it fucks on your brain. Did you ever went through a breakup with a person that you had sex with? And then you start finding girls like look like that person. No, never. Mm. I, I, I haven't. Ha- I haven't had that many though. Okay, I've only been with three people. So I kind of had to like whenever the per- I connected with the person and stuff. Yeah, and that's because I, when I was going with my uh, depression and shit, I will do that. Like I will try to find a girl that looked like this person that I just had a relationship and this yeah. and that. And then it hit me. Once I started watching videos about, like, how this shit, like, fucks you up. Yeah. And then it's like, man, have you ever had, like, when you go through a breakup and then you start to find girls that look like your ex? And you start, like, how sick is that? And I was like, dude, fuck. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that's that's psychology for you. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing, like, when you don't understand these things... Your brain wants what's familiar, Mm -hmm. and now it knows you can't have it. Exactly. So now it still, it wants it even more, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, blondies, uh, thick girls, and this, and I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Milfs. Yeah. Damn. (laughs) So I was like, again, if you're self-aware of yourself Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, it wouldn't affect you as much. Yeah. But if you're not, especially the younger generations, that they have more access now, yep, you're gonna get fucked up. So that kind of <clears throat> kind of coincides with this one. Um, porn addicts men to bodies and body parts, mm-hmm. and like this is definitely something that I mean, I guess like all men can relate to it because it's yeah. a, it's a visual thing. <laughs> so like. Let's just say, like, you 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 like watching porn and, like, you see one that's in doggy style and you're like, oh, I like the way that her ass bounces back, mm-hmm. you know? Those back shots. And so now, whenever you're, like, I don't know, like, at the gym or something, like, where you can see butts all the time, you know? <laughs> Big, juicy butts. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, I bet that would look good clapping back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, clap those cheeks. So now that's what you're thinking about instead mm-hmm. of thinking about that person. Exactly. Now all you're thinking about, mm-hmm. you're objectifying that person. Yeah. And so I, I can definitely say that that one is probably one of the most relatable. Like, even if you don't have problems with porn addiction, like, everybody has that instilled in them. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's the same for women. I really don't because I don't. So when it comes to like sexual attraction and stuff like that, I will say it's the same. Because, I mean, women, they they have their own preferences. Yeah. And I have girls where they were really buckled about what they like. Because, you know, I have broad shoulders. Yeah. Big chest. 
So I have a girl that was like, I like that. Like, that's just something that I like. Mm-hmm. And Oh, yeah. But I mean, like, in the same really silly sexual way that we do. Yeah. Where we're at the gym. Like, I don't know. If- like, I just want to, like, grab, like, like, she was like, I'll just, I don't know. Like, there's something about, like, having sex and, like, just having someone that is so broad and shit. And, like, yeah. so it was kind of like. Right. You know, something that turned her on. And, like, I still feel, I still feel like guys are filthier. Oh no! Of course we are, <laughs> but the, but that's you know the thing. I mean? Are we? Uh, I don't we're, know. We're man. just more sexual, but think about like the new generations. Yeah, no, I agree. So I don't like. I don't see why it wouldn't be in this. Different. In this, like in this new age, like dude, just like I guess I'll just say my experience yeah. of having a lot of female friends in the past and having close female friends now. I'm way filthier than they are. <laughs> well, let me like, let me tell you why. Because a woman is never going to tell you. Yeah, she's I just guess. never going to tell you. Okay, she's not. Yeah, guys are pretty vocal about shit. Like if I tell you something, Sean, I tell you, oh yeah, like I like when girls asses, you know, bounces in my dick. Yeah, like it can be that buckle with you because you know we're men. Yeah, but I love like huge tits. And I just love to bust on those tits. You know? Yeah. Like we're more like, okay, like, you know. Okay. Vulgar. We're vulgar. Yeah. I love to eat it's, pussy. It's locker room talk. Exactly. Yeah. Like we can be, but girls do the same shit. And the thing is that like, we have this idea, and this is kind of like the Disney uh, blue pill mm-hmm. and the whole society blue pill, blue pill in men. It's like we, because, and I saw, I, I said this before, if you had a good mom, your mom is setting up the standard for women out there. Yeah. So if your mom is lobbying and this and that and all the stuff, you think all women are like that. And you get blue pill. And if your mom is not vocal about it, saying like there's fucked up women out there and this and that, then you all you think is like, oh, women are just sugar and spice and everything nice. And it's like, no, they're not. They're fucking evil. They're just like, dude. They're just like us in a different body. Yeah. So they have the same perversion because look at all these, all these girls that have OnlyFans. And they're masturbating. They're buying fuck machines. They're buying dild- <laughs> weird dildos and like all this crazy shit. And like, I saw one that looked like a dragon dude. Yeah. No, not only that dude, but, like, crazy. but like even posting like, oh, tonight on my life, I'm going to fuck my asshole with a dragon dick. <laughs> Can you imagine if I posted something like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fuck a pussy that looks like a a dragon? So fucking weird. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we can say what we want about men, like, oh, yeah, like, we're pigs and this. But, like, now you have all this generation proving that it's not just men. That's true. Yeah, I I agree. You're right. So, don't come with that shit. (laughs) So, um... It lowers relationship quality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, this isn't, not all of these are applicable for everybody. Mm-hmm. These are just kind of like general things that, it's kind of like the, uh, that people could fall extremes. into. Yeah, extremes. Like you can, you can fall into. Um, lowers relationship quality, increased risk of cheating, mm-hmm. and having difficulty with real sex. Mm-hmm. Um, all three of those kind of go together mm-hmm. in the relation relationship aspect. Um, you know, 
people who get caught up in it and maybe they're not actually comfortable with their partner, they might watch a lot more than they actually have sex. So it becomes a substitute for the real thing. Mm -hmm. And then it's even harder to have sex whenever the time comes with their partner because it's not the same as the dopamine release they've been getting, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, of course, the increased risk of risk of cheating is like, you know, you've been you're you're with a brunette, but you've been jerking off to a blonde and, you know, a blonde comes on to you or something. And you're like, oh, shit. Ooh, like, yeah, it's actually working. Mm-hmm. I actually I actually have an erection right now. Yeah. You know, like I have to, you know, I have to do this. And that's it's fucked up. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's the reality of it with some people who are like really addicted to it and can only get off from certain things. And that actually happened to me, dude, when, uh, but there's a lot of like different things too, but I remember being with this girl and we were ready and we were just like ready to do it. So we started kissing and shit and like all that stuff. Couldn't get it up. I just couldn't. Then I got more nervous and I couldn't mm-hmm. and I just got more nervous and I'm embarrassed and this and then I just, I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah. But if you masturbate a lot, and you have this addiction, like it leads to, right? Er- er- like, what is it called? Erectile dysfunction. Right. So it's like, if you get to that level, you probably need to stop. Yeah. And if you're asking yourself, if after you finish watching porn, you're like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> you know you it wasn't anything stop. good, yeah. See, the only, like, the this year, my goal was to not watch porn, or at least cut down on the most possible uh, and i mean we're three months in and it's been like four or five times which is nothing compared to what it's been in the past right so and it's all been not like i guess it hasn't really been like to not watch porn it's been too like not needed as not much. not well not even that but it's like not give in to the desire no to like to feel the need to get off right away, mm-hmm. you know, like to abstain from, from feeling like I need the dopamine release right away and like waiting until it actually happens. Cause you know, like we have a one and a half year old, it has to happen after he's asleep. I go to bed at like eight thirty or nine. He could still be waking up or something. And like, she'll be trying to get him back to sleep or whatever. I'm like, I got to go to bed. You know, like, so it might be like a whole week that we go without having sex. So I would, you know, in the morning time, whenever I'm awake and I'm aware of my surroundings and everything and not half asleep and, you know, I wake up with a boner and I'm like, oh shit, you know, like everybody's asleep. This is a good time, you know, giving into that. But it's like, not that it was like taking over anything, but it was just like, I don't need to, yeah. you know, like, I guess just like being more aware of like mm-hmm. actual needs. Cause you know, like I have a lower libido at night than I do in the morning. But if I know that I've been saving it for that, then I'm probably more likely to stay up an extra 30 minutes and actually have that connection, mm-hmm. you know? So it kind of like puts me into an easier spot to have a libido. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Oh, it's been a week. Since we've been able to do it, I've been saving up for this all week. I've been 
you know, pushing that urge back and pushing that urge back. And then now, like if I just step an extra 30 minutes, it's going to pay off. So, <clears throat> and I'm going to get that connection with yeah. my partner. So it's like, now it's worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, not that it wasn't worth it in the first place, but like, it's a reward thing, you know? Exactly. And, and the biggest part is like, if you have a partner, <clears throat> like that should be your motivation. Yeah. That your partner should be your motivation. Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to start, like the way you're doing it. Me, as I'm single, and I'm trying to practice not hookups and not this shit. Yeah, it's way harder. It's way harder. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's like, I'm fucking horny. Yeah. And I want to download Tinder, but I know that's not good. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have to practice this, and I don't want to do it. I don't just want to waste my seed and my testosterone and all this shit. So, and this is, listen, they're like, Men need to understand that sometimes this is something bigger. This is a bigger problem. And the way I'm going to describe it is how it affected me. So my addiction came from basically my dad not being there for me. In like the nurturing way and like the hugging and like, you know how dads are just like yeah. with your son. Not in a sexual way, like nothing like that, right. but it's just like the nurturing way, like, oh, this is my son, blah, 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 like all those things. So my, how do you call it? The way of, ah, what is it called, dude? The way you like to be loved or what is it called? Like Your love languages. Your love languages. So one of my love languages is touch and affection. That's my love language because I... Basically, that's what I didn't have. Right. So that's you, didn't, my, you didn't get that affection exactly. as a kid, so you want it from a partner. Exactly. So right. that was my love language. Now, being a codependent, I'm a, I'm a uh, what is it, addiction. My addiction can be higher. Yeah. And I never did drugs. I never got addicted to alcohol. I never got addicted to anything else. So one way for me to like, get that dopamine hit, it was with porn. Mm-hmm. And he was like doing it once a week to like do like three, five times a day. Yeah. And then I realized what I was, what's, what's going on with my depression and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, I need, I need to stop. So you need to understand like what's the root of that is causing this. Cause you're not watching porn just to watch porn. Right. There's something in there that is causing well, you. Every now and then I watch porn just to watch porn. I can confidently say that. No, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> there's times I need it, but but that's where I'm going. All right. This is where I'm going with this explanation. So understand what is the issue with yourself that is making you seek the use of porn. Right. Once you understand that, it's going to become easier. Mm-hmm. Now, if you went from pictures to motion to fucked up shit, try to regress that. And the way that I have done it, it's like, dude, I don't look at, like, I try not to watch videos. I will I will watch girls, like, use the naked female body and just jerk to that. Because I want to get to a point where I don't need to watch, like, all the shit that I watch, like, it's not needed. I don't need to watch that shit. I don't want to. Right. And then if I get a partner, like, I don't need to watch any other girls. But as I'm making a regression, because it's like you can, if you have the, if you have the discipline to use quitted, like cold turkey, I'm fine. Cool. 
you know, you're lucky. But it's like find ways. You have to find ways to like cut into this shit, right? Because once you understand that it's not good for you, then you know it's mm-hmm. not good for me. And the way that I have done it, dude, is like I try to last five to seven days, and then if I feel the urge, I'll do it. But I don't watch videos no more. Right. I just try to do like, okay, this girl like like this girl, boom, that's it. Something that I did. <laughs> Cause you know, you get down the down the rabbit hole of finding weird shit, you know. And so, like, one of the things that I did to like come back from that was to watch like realistic things. And it's it's a little different than yours, but it's like watching like amateur or something like that, where like it's just like normal ass regular shit. Like, so, and the only reason I say that is because like it lowers your expectation mm-hmm. i guess you know like it sh- not lowers your expectation but like brings it back to normal but you know what it is what is the intimacy that you're craving for right exactly yeah because that amateur shit actually shows people having people intimate, having moments. intimate moments with right yeah no i agree so it was like and i did that too yeah but like i say dude i try not to get into that anymore yeah because that's the thing like i remember when i was 15 years old mm-hmm. and just watching my teacher's cleavage will give me an erection. Right. Me too, dude. I mean, like, whenever I was in school, like, I thought it was... It was more part because I thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. But, like, the porn that I would find at home, I would put on, like, a video player and go, like, show it to people and be like, look at this bitch. (laughs) And, like, I thought it was funny because, like, you know, we were at school and it would freak people out. They'd be like, oh, my God, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm like... (laughs) Because, like, that's just who I was. Like, I, it was the element of, like, surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, like, surprise, check this out. This bitch is getting fucking railed. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or, like, this is going to sound really fucked up, but, like, I found this video of this chick getting fucked by a horse. And, oh, I'd, go, and I'd go show it to everybody and be like, dude, check this out. <laughs> or, like, there was a, uh, whenever Avatar came out, I, mm. I found a parody of Avatar where they were all blue and everything. They had the special effects makeup done and everything like that. And i go show it to people. Never jerked off to that one. That one was too weird for me. <laughs> I, I've never even seen the movie Avatar. Hands down. I really have it. And, like, I would just do it because it would freak people out. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's, like, that's, and that's, like, that's the thing, man. That's, like, your journey is your journey, and it's going to yeah. be different from you, from, like, everybody else. If you know me, you're not surprised by that. No. And, like, I'm, and I'm not going to shame you. I'm, this is the biggest thing, man. Like, we have to stop the shaming. Right. And shaming ourselves. We mm-hmm. need to understand that we're sexual beings. Yeah. And we crave that. But again, like if you start if you start looking into psychology and like philosophy and all that stuff, right. Like you can understand yourself. Because mm-hmm. I did for the longest time I didn't understand myself and why I was doing this. I thought it was just like I'm an adult. I can do this. Because I'm a fucking adult. Right. Like who's gonna stop me, you know? But then it's like, no, like dude, like just like you said, like you're in your room. Like, right. no light, and you're doing this secretly, so nobody watches you, and this and that. It's like, if you're doing that because of, like, you're even shaming yourself. Yeah. And the thing is that we're not supposed to shame ourselves for being sexual. This is a good thing that we're sexual, because we're yeah. supposed to, like, spread our, she- our seed. We're supposed to, like, uh, create more life. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that you get so perverse that... At the end of the day, we're just, like, wasting our seed. We're wasting, like, right. nutrients and, like, testosterone and everything. Like, all the good batter that is there. So, 
that's kind of how I've been able to like control that stuff mm-hmm. and just regress because that's my thing. You're like everything that I did when I was hooking up and shit. I'm not proud of it. You know, I had my fun. Yeah. I can say that I have a good time. I'm not proud because I, I, at the end of the day, I'm alone. And I'm not saying that to like, oh my god, like. I, but what I'm saying is like I didn't connect with nobody on the level right. that I thought I was gonna connect. And porn ain't gonna help you to connect with nobody. It's basically gonna disconnect you from everybody. Yeah, and I was gonna say too, like I, I talked about the increased risk of cheating. Like mm-hmm. the two most important facts to note about people who cheat is the two things that lead people to cheating. One is porn addiction. Mm-hmm. You get weird ideas in your head you're attracted to everything around you like you think of everything around you as porn Mm -hmm. right you think of everybody around you as porn it's a weird fucking thing the second one is loss of physical attraction for your partner Mm -hmm. meaning if you're watching a lot of porn instead of having intimate moments with your partner then you're obviously going to be looking you're going to be looking for that elsewhere Mm -hmm. you know Cause I mean, everything could be great. Like you could communicate great. Well, I mean, you know, what do you know what I mean? You could, yeah. you could have good conversations with people. You can raise kids with people. You can go on dates with people. Like you can do all these things with your person. But like, if the sex is whack, they'll cheat. I and I know that that sounds really fucking low to talk about, but like that, like you were saying, like that's a human need. Mm-hmm. Like humans crave that intimacy. Mm-hmm. And if you're not getting that, that's one of the most important parts of and a relationship. That's like the biggest thing where you have to, like, whenever you're on the talking stages and the dating stages, is that like you have to be clear with your... And this is what, it, I mean, we told men all this time, like, be direct, be assertive, you know? Talk, like, mm-hmm. show who you are. So when it comes to, like, sexual needs, like, to me, I want to be attracted to my person. I want I want my person to be attracted to me. But that comes with a whole other standard that, like, okay... I'm going to keep myself fit. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep yourself fit so we can still attract each other. Now, of course, we're going to grow old and this and that. That's why you have to create more connections and all this stuff, yeah. like different things. But like, dude, I seen, and this is a, this is a, something that I learned is like, cause I seen, and I see more, I see this more on like white people where I see, couples older couples where you will say like oh my god she's 50 years old mm-hmm. golly and then the guy is like you know like a good looking guy too yeah they take care of themselves because they want to crave each other no matter the age right in my <laughs> uh let's say in the mexican community is like i get married now you're fucked you marry me i marry you now I'm going to let go of myself. Mm-hmm. We're going to get fat, and then we're not going to fuck. We're going to start eating good. We're, we're going to have a bunch of family outings. We're going to start fucking. Because now I have you. Now we're going to be old and fat. Mm-hmm. Because we're now I have you. We're going to die at 70. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it's like we don't have that. Uh, I didn't saw that until I started dating white girls. Right. And then I saw their parents, and I was like, oh, shit. That's your mom. <laughs> you know? It's a little different now. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying, everybody's fat now, but you know what I'm saying It's yeah. like, no, I get it. Sexual. Um, what is it? Intimacy and all this stuff is really yeah. important. Yeah. 
when it comes to your partners. And that's something that has to be discussed. That's something that has to be taught. Right. But the intimacy comes from being vulnerable with that person. Right. From having that connection with them. And that's another thing, man. And that's one of the topics that I want to talk to is like dating in today, day and age. And coming from a place that is not the real, the, the red pill, the hurt place. Coming from a place that is the real place. Mm-hmm. Because like I said before, if you want a wife, you have to be a husband. Right. You have to act like a husband. Don't try to, don't complain that, oh, these bitches are like, no, don't do that. Because if you don't have what it takes to be a husband, shut the fuck up and get your shit together. Right. Well, first get your shit together, then you get to talk. And once you get your shit together, you don't have to talk trash about girls, dude. Because you're meeting girls that are actually good for you. Yeah. But it comes for you, from you being a man, being a husband from the beginning, so you can find a wife. Right. And that's another topic that I want to talk to. Because I don't think a lot of people hit that. It's just a lot of like, oh, women are this and women are that. And like, men are this and men are that. It's just a lot of fucking sex is just going at it. You know? Women, right. Like, men are shit. Women are shit. And it's not good. It's just not good. We need to like stop that shit. We need to understand that we can be as shitty as them. And they can be as shitty as us. But we're not going to worry about them. We're going to worry about the good people. And we're gonna try to become right. good people too. So, so we've been at it for an hour now. I wanted to ask what you thought any positives would be because I have a couple. Because I mean, we can't we can't say that everybody's exactly the same, and everybody's gonna have an addiction to it, and everybody's gonna. So like I be said, ignorant to their partner and stuff like, because I, I do think there are like a couple positives, but there are also like asterisks to those positives. So, one of the positives that I will say and something that helped me a lot is what I learned, right? And what I learned when it comes to like tricks and ways to like, you know, have sex and like, because so if you haven't tried this, so I learned this from a actually a porn where. If you're going to do... Do mission- I have to keep my clothes on for this? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, you don't have to get naked. Okay. Like, if you're going to have sex in the missionary position, so instead of you just laying in bed, put a pillow under her back. Right. And then, like, under her butt. So her butt is going to be lift up. But make sure it's not the pillow you sleep with your head on. It don't matter. No, it does. You don't want to put someone's butt where your eyes go. That's how you get pink oh, eye. Oh, that's how you get pink eye, yeah. Didn't throw about that. Be smart. Anyway, yeah. continue. Yeah, put a condom on that. <laughs> <laughs> that pillow but like if you put a pillow under them you know so now they have an arc and the yeah. way the way you enter it actually hits the g-spot right. easier so that's a good thing that i found that and that's how i have more pleasurable sex the other thing is like I, like i said there's different tricks bro like role play yeah uh oral sex uh edging yeah like make her want you Mm-hmm. make her like just like because whenever if you can get a girl to the point where it's just like I want your dick inside me right without even like having like to then you've done it then yeah she craves you I mean like and the thing is is like if you're like in a relationship with somebody 
things like that come a lot easier mm-hmm. if you actually have a connection. Mm-hmm. Because then, like, it's kind of, like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, it's almost intuition on mm-hmm. what to do. You know, like, based off of how you touch somebody and how they react and, you know, like, biofeedback mm-hmm. and everything. Like, it's almost into, like, your body almost knows what to do whenever you're in that moment. And the other thing but is you like, do learn a few different And, like, the things. other thing is, like, learning learning your partner's body. Right. Like, how what do they like? To, what do they react to? How do you learn that? By exploring her body. Right. Kissing places, you know? Like, start kissing her neck. Go down to the clavicle. Go down to the shoulders. Right. Kiss her hands. Like, start kissing her chest. You know, like, the abdomen. Between the legs, the tights. Look her armpit, man. Give it a try. She yeah. might like it. Like, dude, like, it's a weird <laughs> shit. Like, it will sound weird. And people are going to be like, oh, this is... Yeah. Know. Some people might like know. it. Yeah, you don't, you know. don't know. Maybe she likes to be biting in the side of the uh, the torso or something. Yeah. Like, you know, on the abdomen. You don't know. Everybody has different spots. Right. You know? And that's the thing, dude. Like, once I had a girl that was like, we can't have that connection. Like, she would kiss me in the fucking, like... Once a girl kissed me on the ear and, like, the back of the ear and my neck, dude, like, that turns me up. That's just one of my turn-ons. Yeah. So, it's like learning the body of your partner. <laughs> it's take, not going to happen, I'm gonna Sean. Take, damn it. I've been taking notes this whole time. <laughs> but, like, you... Why do like, I come here every Sunday? <laughs> I come here just to not come here. Dude, Son I, of a bitch. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I think, like, in my... Uh, in my neighbors think that we're fucked <laughs> every Sunday morning <laughs> every Sunday morning he has some weird red bearded guy yeah. come over and plow <laughs> oh my god but you know what I mean it's yeah. like learning you like cause like the thing is like if you can be aware of what's going on then you can maybe maybe your partner likes porn too and maybe you can enjoy it together yeah you know, without having the uh, addiction problem. Yeah. It's just something that you like to watch and then you can talk and as you want to try this or you want to try what we're watching or shit like that. But it comes with intimacy. It comes with trust. Yes. It comes with the loyalty. It comes with all those things. Communication. Communication, exactly. So the two that I have are supposedly recommended by counselors, mm-hmm. like relationship counselors. Uh, counselors suggest... It can help people become more comfortable with a particular fantasy mm-hmm. or, like, maybe even fetish that they would like to try or their partner would like to try. Like, if you wanted to try something and you told me about it and, like, you showed me a video of, like, you know, some basic things or whatever, it would help me understand, like, what you're looking for and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that it, it can help. It can be, like, a bridge between communication mm-hmm. if you're comfortable or like you need to become comfortable or like if you just really want to try something and you're like, Hey, I want to try this, yeah. you know, it can become like a, a bridge yeah. in the relationship. Right. The next thing is it can reboot your sex life and give new ideas and learn new mm-hmm. things, which is kind of what you talked about. And I mean, you know, they kind of both go together, but you know, like maybe things are kind of stale and you know, you're just doing missionary or whatever. And, you're like, hey, you we, like we should, we should watch, we should like, you know, I, I have, I've never done this, but I have had friends that had like, this has helped them is like, they've turned on, like they, they both like sat down in their bedroom, 
like went through like let's just say Pornhub or something and like found something that they both were kind of into mm-hmm. and then they like mimicked what was going on. Yeah. Right. And so like I've never done that. I've never had a problem with that, but like it's always an option if you mm-hmm. need it, you know? I mean there's I mean, like and even you don't have to go to porn. <clears throat> there's books. Of course. There's yeah. like sex books. Yeah. But those those are really like the yeah. two the two positives. Mm-hmm. But I want to make an asterisk on yeah. this. Okay, mm-hmm. both of those are not alone things. No, they are things that the partner has done together, together. Mm-hmm. and has communicated. Exactly. Like it's not you know what I mean. Like you're not going to bridge the gap with somebody you don't know. There's no communication to begin with. Let's be clear about the use of porn. You're craving intimacy. That's yeah. what you're craving. You're craving intimacy. But having this addiction is not going right. to attract that. You need to cut it out. Yeah. And you need to start basically working on yourself, making yeah. yourself attractive so you can attract a woman. And then that woman yeah. can be. And I want to make, I also want to make it clear, like, I'm not saying that if you watch porn once a week or every other week or like just like at random times or something, like it doesn't make you a bad person. No. Like I'm not condemning you for watching it. Like I watch my fair share of porn too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what day. There was one day this week where I did. Like, like the thing is that you before have to that, be- I don't know when the last time before that was, but it's like if if you can remember the last time you did it, you you should probably wait longer. If you can't remember the last time you did it, Fuck it. Enjoy it, maybe. And the but thing is, like, be try aware. to... Be aware. Yeah, be aware of, like, why you're doing it, if there's any alternatives to doing mm-hmm. it, if it's actually going to, like, fulfill the need exactly. to do it, or if you can find something else to do instead, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we're not condemning porn. Yeah, no. We're not... We're maybe just, the porn industry, but... yeah. I mean, of course, there's a lot of, and that's that a lot is, of things that we can talk about, like, you know, those sex trafficking and all that shit. That is one nice thing about porn these days is it's all independent for the most part. Like, you've got people making their own channels on Pornhub doing the amateur stuff, and, like, they're actually doing, like, porn, not just, like, amateur porn. Like, they're actually producing porn, but they're getting the money instead of the companies doing mm-hmm. the money, so it's consensual and, like... I think, like, Johnny Sins is probably one of the first ones that actually, uh, like, started that whole thing. I want to say he was because he kind of broke off from doing major video because him and his wife were both porn stars. Mm -hmm. And they would just make videos together and then they would invite their friends over and do videos together. And they had their own channel and their own website Mm -hmm. and everything like that. So they were doing things consensually with everybody else instead of being told, hey, you're doing this video with this person. Like, doesn't matter if you're uncomfortable with that person or not. Like, you're doing this video, you're getting paid this amount of money, and that's it. And that's the thing, man. You have to understand, like, another thing is, like, we're not saying that the whole porn industry is bad. Or, I mean, let me rephrase that. I think the exploitation is bad. Porn is never good. Let me say that. Porn is never good. It's not, like, the good thing for you to go to. Because it's like saying that drugs are good. Right. So saying that porn is good is saying that cocaine is good. We know it's not good. But what we're trying to say is like, if you don't have an addiction, and if you use it responsible, yeah, then you know what, like, cool, yeah. 
I'm not gonna say he's good because like I I know it's not good. Yeah. Uh, according to my beliefs, and when it comes to like my religion and stuff like that, I know it's just something that is not good. Now, with that being said, I'm not gonna tell people how to live their fucking lives. Right. I'm just trying to tell people the consequences and what can happen if you get into this shit. So, because again, dude, like we have a a whole new thing of girls turning eighteen. And once they turn 18... They <laughs> fucking post- Andrew Scholes, man. Now, we, now they start posting their fucking assholes on the internet. <laughs> and it's fucking ridiculous, dude, because... All right, whenever you said turning 18, it reminded me of that Andrew Scholes video yeah. where he said she just turned 18 yeah. yesterday. And he was like, you don't have to explain the fucking Brazzers title yeah, to me, bro. Just gave me. <laughs> He's like, that's fucked up. I'm trying to go to jail. But try, Oh, but, my God, dude. But I like, think about that, dude. All those girls doing this shit from, like, a young age. Yeah. Once they get pregnant and they start having babies. <laughs> how are you going to explain to those babies what you did? Yeah. Dude, it's also so crazy because of, like, the um, the sexualization of, like, kids these days. Oh, dude, like, that's another whole thing. Like, one, one thing that I want to make note on, which people are probably aware of, is, like, Millie Bobby Brown. From Stranger, from uh, Strange, Stranger Things, is that the name of it? The Netflix show. Mm-hmm. She just turned eighteen, like this year or last year or whatever. Like she's a fucking kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she stars as a kid in a show on Netflix. She has. Oh, okay. She going. has not portrayed herself sexually whatsoever. She doesn't wear skimpy clothing or anything like that. In the minute that she turned eighteen. People started releasing deep fakes of her nude, which would mean that those are pictures of her underage, by the way, because she has no new pictures the minute she turns 18. So they're taking pictures from when she was 15, 16, 17 and making them into deep fake nudes, mm-hmm. right? Super fucked up. It's the same thing happened to that girl from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. I think they show like a... There's a scene where same she, thing with Bad Baby, bro. Yeah, and she acts like a slut. Yeah, for sure. But it's still fucked up that that, fucked that up, the dude. minute she turned eighteen and started an OnlyFans, there was fucking like a million people that signed on or whatever. Yeah, like even though that's on her, it's still fucked up that people think that way. You know we're what I mean? Just waiting for those. They tits were just to come waiting out. for those tits to come out. Yeah, it's just fucking insane, man. Like, like. I wanted to see those tits, bro, but I wasn't like, you know. But that's the thing, man. Like that's, uh, I mean, we can go on and on and on on this on this thing, bro. But it's just like intimacy and sexualization. We're living in a really weird world, dude. Because now we have now that we want to have, and this is like the fucked up part, dude. So I remember when to catch a predator. Uh, Series and, yeah. and TV. shout out to Chris Hansen, baby. Yeah, shout out to Chris doing Hansen the Lord's for work. doing the Lord's work, getting all these scripts out of the fucking streets. But I remember when just that was like, we have to get these fuckers out of the street, like out of the streets and get into jail, and like right. you are a fucking predator. And now we have women doing a camp for kids to teach them how to jerk off, how to. Uh, about kings and why are we not getting these bitches into fucking jail like where is the war going to dude or that one professor that was talking about 
the um the pedophilia yeah like i prefer it not to be called pedophilia yeah it's just it's just my sexual preference yeah and like i just and like they, little <laughs> my favorite part was that they fired that stupid motherfucker the next day yeah they're like nope out of here yeah not sticking but up why that. isn't he in jail i agree why are these all these fuckers trying to sexualize kids in jail mm-hmm. like we used to do it back in the day yeah like, are you going to tell me that now the new thing is going to be fucking kids and that's going to be cool? Yeah. So is that cool now? Well, if you want the truth, man, it's been around since the beginning of time. It's been around since the beginning of time. I'm saying that. If you if you think about a lot of the times that we kind of have um, like flashback to where like kingdoms and stuff like that, a lot of those kings and stuff would marry like 14 year olds. Or 13-year-olds. Or, like, groom them from 13 and 14-year-olds. Or, like, you know, like, their best friend's daughter, you know. they Like, their best friend would, like, be like, my daughter is going to be yours. And, like, literally, like, these kings would fucking, like, rape these, like, 13 and 14-year-old girls. And, you know, whenever they would pillage villages and stuff, they would rape all those girls and stuff like that. Like, so it's been going on forever. Like, Forever and ever. And but now we're talking about It's five. just now, in the past, like, 50 years, become a thing that's, like, looked down upon, finally. And more pedophiles are getting their ass beat these days than mm-hmm. ever, which is great. Yeah. More pedophiles are getting shot in the fucking head, which is great. More of them should be hung in the streets, if you ask me. I think that's the only thing that we should be doing with them. Well, they make a study, bro. And, like, the thing is, like, we cannot do that. The reason they don't give the death penalty... Is because when they did that back in the day, all the victims, instead of like surviving the abuse, they will get killed mm-hmm. because they didn't want these pedophiles. They didn't want people to basically knew what they did. Right. So they saw that and they decided to stop the killing because it was just creating more problems. So actually, the victims wouldn't survive the rape because they would have to get killed because if they find out who did it, then the motherfucker is just dead. Yeah. So it's like, until I realized that, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, it's fucked up. Because now you're giving them the fucking reason to kill these kids. And I guess, I'm not saying that surviving abuse is the best thing, but like, I guess if you were able to keep your life and just work through that abuse with therapy and stuff, and you can live your life, I think it's better than... No, I'm saying kill the pedophile. That's what I'm saying. They did a law where they will kill all the pedophiles, but that created pedophiles to kill their victims. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now, okay, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Created the opposite thing. Mm -hmm. So instead of stopping them... They would kill the victim that way they wouldn't know. Mm -hmm. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I still say as soon as you find one. No, I mean, yeah, like, fucking kill them. I I don't know. I don't know if you follow... um, Oh fuck! Who? Dude, just like but like the uh, fighter from the UFC, Batista. Batista, yeah. The fucking shot a guy that raped uh, one of his cousins or something like that, and he went to jail. Was like that fucker is a fucking hero. He doesn't need to go to jail. Right. Dude, I don't... Does Seth have a fucking account right now? Seth Rosie? Yeah. Yeah. 
issue. I think he's still blocked. I think he's still blocked from... Yeah, he's still shadow banned. Whenever you search his name in the search bar, it won't come up with his actual page. <clears throat> it does, bro. It does for me. In this actual search bar? Yeah. It wouldn't come up for me. Not under your friends, but just under the search bar. It wouldn't come up with, from mine at all. That's so fucking weird. But I said, I know what you're saying. Anyway, so there's this page... And they post all of the pedophile stuff. And it's like, I think it's called like Kill All Pedophiles or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> it's a crazy page, but like it doesn't like come out and like show or give details and stuff like that. Yeah. It'll post like the, they're a clothing company, but it's, it's, Kill all goon squad tactical Mm -hmm. fashion with purpose. So they've got like this like giant flag that says inhuman trafficking on it, and they've got um, they've got you know they post this stuff like Mm -hmm. child molester stuff, and then and then their shirts say kill all pedos and stuff like that, and like. I, I love shit like that. Like, yeah. Like, fuck them. You yeah. Know? <clears throat> well, yeah, bro. Like, you have a kid. I have nephews. So, if somebody touches my nephews, I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Fuck them, dude. First thing I'm doing is getting my gun out and cocking that bitch back and shooting you in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. I'll be there with you, buddy. Shooting, too. Just like that fucking... You ever watch that Samuel L. Jackson yeah. movie? The movie with Samuel L. Jackson? Um, where, like, his daughter's walking home from school on the side of the road and the two rednecks oh, yeah, 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 rape her and mm-hmm. piss all over her and mm-hmm. leave her in the ditch? Yep. And then uh, whenever they're in the courthouse, he walks in with the fucking gun and he shoots him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's my guy right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he got free. Yeah, he did. So, what's the conclusion, Sean? Do you have anything else? No. We're about to conclude. I don't. <sighs> yeah, I'm good. I got I got everything in. All right, guys. So, again, uh, just because of my beliefs, I'm going to say porn is not good. But other than that, you know, just be aware. Yeah. The most important thing is to be self-aware about these things. Mm-hmm. And understand why you're doing these things and all that stuff. And believe me, if you can live a porn-free life, that's great. And if you're if you're suffering from addiction or anything like that, just work on the steps. And like the thing is, like we have a lot of coaches out there that are showing how to like do no fap and all these things. So start looking for information. Start looking for ways to do it. Like I said, for me, what it worked is basically use a regression. So from videos just to like pictures. Right. You know, and that's it. And then try to go as much as I can without uh, masturbating and has worked for me. So, so far, so good. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, I agree. Are you taking notes of what I like? <laughs> no. <clears throat> what are you? I, I'm, would you calm down? I'm reading. Motherfucker. Now. The most important part is to be self-aware. Okay. 
you gotta you gotta watch your addictions. <laughs> Even if you are addicted to Adriana Chechik and Abella Danger, you gotta you gotta tone it down, okay? You gotta tone it down. You gotta be more more. Uh, Right, we should do just so they know how pervert we are. We should do a fucking list of all the porn stars. I'm there. not gonna do that because I've got some. I, I don't know the names of most of them. Yeah, I'm do. gonna be honest. I really don't. I really don't. True story. <laughs> just those. All right, guys. Have a good one. It's been a great talk today. Uh, hope you guys have a great fucking Wednesday. Stop touching your dicks and stop watching this shit. Uh, Start some relationships. Man. Yeah, focus on yourself so you can have a relationship with a great woman and uh, live a great life. So, guys, remember, man, we're just the best, bro. I'm just going to repeat that. We're just the best. Just the best. We're just showing women how to be women. <laughs> but no, on a good now, guys, we love you. Uh, you can follow us at, you can follow Shanzi at, at that motherfucker Shanzi, at that MF Shanzi. And you can follow me at not, I mean, <laughs> you can follow me at underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore. Again, underscore not Eddie Garcia underscore. And you can follow the Info Greatness podcast at? At In For Greatness. Guys, have a great fucking rest of the week. Pound, 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 pound. Pound, pound, pound. Pam, pam, pam. Stop touching your dick. Uh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>